0: Welcome back to another solo episode on the channel with myself today. I'm looking forward to chatting with you about connection channels on connection charts, or I guess I should just say channels, not necessarily connection because they're not all connecting. But I this episode will be more educational and contemplative. And I think that before I really dive into it, I wanted to share that this is inspired from a post that I did on Instagram And I wanted to elaborate on it because it's just not possible to tap into the nuances on a 10 slide carousel because I can only make the font so small before it's useless and people can't read it. So I will attach this post in the show notes for you if you want to read it. But obviously this episode is going to be much more of a deep dive into things. So let's say, for example, you... Don't know what connection charts are. This is a tool that you can use on Genetic Matrix on the pro version, which is a paid version, but just so that you know, you can do like a month subscription, or I think you could even pay for like a day's access if you wanted to run some connection charts and not have to like pay for the full year, just as a side note. So that's a fun little fact. And connection charts are a great tool they're not the end-all be-all when it comes to running a connection chart between another person or another intangible object and I'll talk more about that later because this is also a tool that you can use in business. Before I get into any of that I want to talk about the art of contemplation and this is me bringing in the gene keys into this conversation right now but I want to talk about this because I've seen in the online space when people start using human design as a tool to debate or contemplate if a relationship is going to work or not based on their like connection charts, I think it gets taken too literally and I'm totally not that person that thinks like, and I'm literally just making this up because I don't even know if this is like an accurate an accurate statement, but to be like, you know, an, an Aries and a Pisces are not compatible because one of them is whatever and the other one is water, right? Like I, I don't like going to the extremes and putting these labels and these limitations on somebody's energetic expression because why? <laughs> like why do we need to do this, right? I think that if somebody... Like we can't necessarily explain why we feel attracted or connected to someone or something. You know, like if you think about it, I think the best example I can give is music. There are certain songs that you will listen to in your life and it's just going to hit you a certain way it's the lyrics, it's the bass, it's the chorus, it's whatever the fuck it is, you know that feeling where it feels so good. It's like so euphoric and you're like, oh my God, this song is so fucking good. And then you just want to listen to it over and over again. And then you might like fizzle out and then maybe you don't hear it for like a year or two years or 10 years. And then you go back and you're like, oh my God, this is so good. And then somebody else is going to have a completely different experience, but it's the same song, right? But the thing is, it's just, I, I don't find it possible to explain, because even if I explained, it's like, oh, it's the bass, oh, it's it's the lyrics, oh, it's their voice, and I explain that to someone else doesn't mean that they're going to have the same connection to it, it's just something that happens, and I think that sometimes it's important just to allow these energetic chemistries and connections that we have with either people or things in our life, like music, just be without having to like rip it apart and make make it be really logical and give reasons like just allowing it to be is like allowing that experience just to breathe and be its own entity so the art of contemplation now that i've gone in this little fucking tangent for you The Art of Contemplation is associated with the Gene Keys and this obviously the Gene Keys are founded by Richard Rudd and the Art of Contemplation is something that I absolutely love. This is what I bring into how I contemplate human design. This is why I like to keep things really fluid with human design and the Gene Keys and how I use human design in different ways in my business and in my life. The Art of Contemplation is really being contemplative about what it is that you're thinking about it's just allowing like let's say you take one of your gene keys you take your life's work you take your conscious sun energy contemplating that is looking at okay logistically there is a shadow gift in city and this is what the literal meaning of those words could mean but being contemplative about it is being curious it's coming from a place of being detached it's coming from a place of just witnessing how this unfolding is happening in life it's not needing it to be a certain way it's just allowing it to be how it is so for example my conscious son is 36 the shadow is turbulence the gift is humanity and the highest expression is compassion so the way that you know let's say if i'm logically like literally looking at this it's like okay i'm experiencing emotional turbulence like 36 is a gate found in the emotional solar plexus which i have undefined so it's like i feel personally it's extra amplified and it's like okay like i'm emotionally turbulent like turbulence in my life turbulence in my communication like it's just really intensifying what the word turbulence means but like if i were to zoom out and contemplate this and be gentle with myself maybe I'm experiencing a situation in my business where I received some news that is really jarring and within me I can feel this turbulence of like my ego ripping me apart and being like, This is what's gonna happen, like you're gonna fail. This isn't gonna work out. This is the stress. These are the patterns you're going back into. And then there's this contrast, this duality of this is for your highest good. This will work out. You don't know the answers and that's okay. And so this bouncing back and forth is turbulent. And so I can kind of zoom out and be patient with myself and be like, okay, I am experiencing these emotions. Like I'm in the shadow of my conscious sun energy of this uncertainty, this, you know, bouncing between this light and dark energy, this yin and yang, this uncertainty and this certainty and this, you know, this experience. And, and naturally, as I'm saying this coming into the gift of humanity, it's like, well, yeah, I'm going to have this fucking experience because I'm human. This is part of the journey of being human. It doesn't mean I'm stuck in turbulence, right? So then I'm I'm kind of contemplating this and talking myself up into this city expression of having compassion and being curious of, okay, so I'm having a very human experience. I'm experiencing turbulence with my emotions. It's going to look one way one day. It's going to look another the next. It just is the way that it is. I'm just going to hold space for this and allow it to breathe however it's going to breathe in this current experience of this moment in my life. And it's a human experience as a reminder that we're not robots. We're not meant to jump through our emotions as quickly as possible because we're avoiding them. It's just like how in depth can you hold yourself when you're going through shit so it's just the thing is there's no right way for me to contemplate this. There's no right way for me to to share my experience. It's not black and white. It's not like this thing happened and then X, Y, and Z and that's it. And so the reason why I'm talking about the art of contemplation going into connection charts is because I want to invite you that once I start talking about the channels and once you start looking at it from your lens of your life and your relationships or the things in your business. I want to invite you to stay in a contemplative place where you can allow fluidity to be present and not put people into boxes or put your offers or your expression or your marketing or your branding, whatever it is in your business into a fucking box because of the title of the channel connection or lack of connection or the definition or not that will come up in a connection chart. I think this is really important. And I think this is like the nuances that I could not address in that Instagram post that I did. And I really wanted to, again, bring the humanness into this conversation, like allow for the fluidity to be here. So really, just to give you the specifics of the Gene Keyes approach or the art of contemplation, there's four aspects of it that Richard talks about. We have contemplation, which is really about being able to pause and pay attention to what it is that you're processing or responding to, allowing yourself to pivot if needed, and then merging with that new aspect that you're experiencing, right? So let's say you're you're using this as part of contemplating a connection chart with someone or something. Notice that you can interpret, you can pause to interpret how you desire to interpret that aspect of the chart. The next one is inquiry and this is really about asking questions, it's about inviting wisdom to come to life rather than plastering it with your own perception of that being the only truth and really allowing that shadow to express itself into the gift, kind of like how I was just talking about, you know, my turbulence coming into humanity and then compassion. The next aspect of the jinkies approach is gentleness and this just just really coming from a place this yin energy of like allowing yourself to receive allowing things to unfurl and really unwind and unlearn what it is that you may believe to be the truth versus trying to fix or change something and have it be a certain way this manipulation this control like how can you be gentle and let go of this you know the words that Richard uses are really allowing, accepting, and embracing. And then we have the last aspect of the gene keys approach, which is patience. So cultivating openness, being curious, being real and raw, right? And one of the big things that I love about the gene keys is that wisdom doesn't come from, quote, knowing the gene keys. It's not about the information, right? I think that's like the biggest thing that I want to share when it comes to contemplating whatever it is you're contemplating in human designing the gene keys. It's not about, oh this gate means this, this channel means this. It's like, how are you experiencing that energy and how you experience that is going to be so different than how the person beside you experiences it. So there's my foundation to this conversation, literally the first 11 minutes of this episode. But I think it's important because I know that people listening to this who are going to be using connection charts and these channels as a tool to support their relationships, to support their business. I am always encouraging people like I have a completely open audience, a completely open throat. I'm like 100% here for fluidity. And I think that this is what allows whatever you're doing with your business and with your relationships to breathe like its own entity without having to control it or have it look a certain way. So with that being said, on Genetic Matrix, you can run connection charts. This means that you can take two human design charts and you can connect them together and you can see... The chemistry, like when I say chemistry, I don't mean automatically like attraction. I mean literally the different ways that the channels and gates are connecting and how they can have certain influences on each other. And it can show you, again, coming from a place of contemplation, where there can be conditioning between yourself and another person, or where there's going to be areas of opportunity, or where there's going to be this natural flow of energy. Because let's say you have a channel completing itself and then two centers are defined and that allows you to express that energy when you're with that person. So I'm going to talk about this from a relationship lens first and then I'm going to talk about this from a business aspect and how you can use this as a tool in your business. So the channels that I'm going to talk about today that we have on Genetic Matrix are dominance channels, compromise channels, electromagnetic channels, and then we have companionship channels that were previously known as friendship channels, and then electromagnetic was previously known as attraction channels on Genetic Matrix, just so that you know. So I think that all of these channels are going to share a story of a possibility of how you experience that energy with that person, okay? So... We're going to talk about the compromise channels first. So when you look at a human design chart, when you're connecting with someone else, a compromise channel is when someone has the hanging gate and the other person has that full channel. So energetically, what might be experienced is that that hanging gate energy will surrender to that full channel experience that that other person has when you look at the word compromise there's this sort of stigma that someone is giving up and the other person wins right or you know you're there's some level of like sacrifice between you know one person and another to like make something happen and so what I think is interesting is that this can be viewed from a disempowering context of oh this person has you know this thing and I don't quite have it so they're just going to dominate the situation and that's that's not that's not the way that I want you to see this. I want you to see, you know, there's, there's so many ways to experience this where it can be like, you might have a hanging gate that's consciously defined and that person might have the whole channel unconsciously defined. You don't know if you may be more connected to that conscious hanging gate and they may not be able to tap into that full unconscious channel. So there's the nuances. Right. So you may may actually be able to, you know, consciously express that hanging gate and that might actually help them experience that full channel because you're bringing awareness to it that they don't have. But unconsciously, they may be experiencing that energy without even realizing because it's unconsciously defined right or it can be the other way around you have it unconsciously hanging they have it fully consciously defined and it's like that energy may come across as really intense but then you do feel this like activation within you where you're like oh like i can relate to some of that right so it's like there's that aspect the conscious and unconscious side and then there's the part where it's like and in alignment are you experiencing the not self theme of that channel the shadows of those gates or are they out of alignment like what what is happening right is that could be Even though it's consciously defined, maybe they've contemplated it a lot, it could be a major place of wounding. What if in the Gene Keys, one of those gates is their core wound, which is literally one of the most, I mean, all of the spheres in the Gene Keys are incredible, but the core wound is like what you're here to alchemize into your vocation and have that be your core talent that you're here to share with the world. Like, there's literally so many nuances that I don't think it's good to take it so literal that it's like oh a compromise channel means that we're compromising our energies so i just wanted to to talk into this a little bit and give you this perspective of like oh how does this show up in my relationships how can i contemplate this and really integrate and alchemize the shadows and how we complement each other is this energy experience consciously or unconsciously like what is happening you know like just coming again from this place of curiosity The next channel we're going to talk about is dominance channels. So what this is is when one person has the full channel and the other person has no activation at all with either gate. So what the experience can be is that there's a disconnect in how this person with the definition experiences this energy consistently while the other person may only have access to this full channel energy when they're either in the presence of the person who has it or the transits are transiting and they're picking it up from elsewhere so this this i find really interesting i'm going to share a personal example from this because i think that i can share from my own experience but i also want to encourage you to again be contemplative about this so for example i have gates i have the channel 515 from my G center to my sacral and my partner who is a splenic projector does not so what i notice is that this channel is all about rhythm right and it's all about being able to have this patience which is the gift of five and then really being able to have this fluorescence and magnetism with gate 15 so what i find is that i i can play in the extremes because the gate 15 is about extremes as well I can play in the extremes and I can find a rhythm and I can break a rhythm and there's just there's just a lot of fluidity there and what I noticed with my partner is that it's more challenging for him to find a rhythm that works for him and that he might go so far into one extreme and then have to like come back and there's a bit of this sort of crunchy like rhythmic attempt that may not come as naturally as it does to me granted that doesn't mean that me having the 5.15 makes me a better person than my partner. What it means is that he is going to be learning his own lessons from not having that energetic expression. There may be more conditioning around what it means to have a routine, what it means to have rhythm, what it means to be in the extremes or not, or having patience. And what I notice is that because especially that five is the gift of patience, I bring patience to him. I'm always like, okay, how can you be patient? Like, how can you allow this rhythm to unfold? And this these patterns, you know, like a great example is we moved back to Victoria in March of 2022 and my partner started a new job. And literally three days in, he was like so bitter about wanting to find a routine. And I just looked at him and I was like, we've been here for three days. <laughs> you need to give this three months. Can you be patient and just see what happens? And it literally took three, four months for him to find a rhythm. So I was able to bring this contemplative aspect to him in alignment, and he got to learn from me with that. So again, even though this is labeled as a dominance channel, it doesn't mean that I'm dominating my partner or I'm dominating the situation. It's like that energy is consistently available within me and I'm here to share it, right? Again, the 515 is consciously defined for me. I'd be really curious if it was unconsciously defined how that would show up instead. So there's another contemplative aspect. And I'm curious if you can see this with your partners and really notice like, is this are, are you noticing that this is something that you're bringing to the table? You have this like dominating knowledge or wisdom available, this consistently that you can be like, here, this is what I feel. And they get to experience that with you. So the next channel that we're going to talk about are electromagnetic channels, which are also known, previously known as attraction channels. And electromagnetic channels are when each person has the opposite hanging gate on the, you know, opposing centers and they connect giving definition to both of those centers that would have been undefined. So this is described as this sparky energy because it's like, oh, the yin and yang. Let's just say yin and yang. I don't wanna say like something's missing and the not missing. It's just there's a there's a wholeness experience to it. And so this is this is something that I think gets really misleading when it comes to looking at connection charts and relationships because People assume that, oh, if I don't have any electromagnetic channels with my partner, then we're not gonna have chemistry. And that's a load of shit. (laughs) Because, like I shared with a literal dominance channel, this is something that's really beautiful in my relationship with my partner, where I'm here to bring that energy. And so, in contrast, not even in contrast, kind of like in flow with what I was just sharing again with my partner he has a 35 in the throat i have the 36 this is my conscious son i was already talking about this earlier in the episode but this is an electromagnetic channel for us and what i notice is that in alignment we have this ability to communicate our feelings and this channel is really about adventure and being a jack of all trades and so what I notice is that we love looking at the different ways that we can be adventurous in our life we love talking about you know processing our emotions and like what's happening in our work environment and so these conversations are very fluid and they've been so consistent and like chemistry like for like the last 10 years that we've been together. So this is something that I notice when we're in alignment. When we're out of alignment, I notice that the way that we express energy, especially because this is a manifested channel, it can be very angry. There can be a lot of animosity and intensity because this is a channel of initiation, right? So that's another thing to contemplate too, is like, is this a projected channel? Is it a generated channel? Is it a manifested channel? Like that totally adds another nuance to contemplate right and it's it's just interesting because again looking at is it unconsciously defined is it consciously defined like what are the implications of this what planets are these gates in like there's so many layers that it's important not to just take it so literal when we see the word attraction or electromagnetic and if you have none of those with your partner then there's no chemistry because that's not true my friends it's not true the last channel I'm going to talk about is the friendship channels, also known as the companionship channels. And these are these occur when each person has the full channel. So you're each both energetically experiencing that energy. And it can be like a harmonious experience of having that channel together. And the other thing, again, to contemplate is like, is this consciously defined, unconsciously de- defined? Where are these gates and planets? And how is that influencing the energetic expression? You know, again, is it a projected, a manifested or generated channel, right? So there's, there's so many different nuances, again, to contemplate when we're looking at this energetic expression that's available when you share the same channel as someone else. And so just to share my own experience of, I, again, I only have two channels in my chart. This is why I'm literally talking about the 515. (laughs) I have my G center, my circle defined, and that's it. So I have the 1034 and then the 515. So myself and my friend, we have the 515 together. And I just noticed that her and i again because this channel has to do with rhythms and really being connected with the resonance and and the the heartbeat of the earth her and i always have these beautiful conversations that come back to how to just go with the flow and be aligned with the energetic shifts and like what's happening with the collective and It's these are always such harmonious conversations that I get to have with this person. And so I noticed it's like we we share similar experiences, especially when we're talking about identity and direction and lovability, and then obviously that sacral energy, which is all about that creativity and that life force energy, like these are the flavors that come into these conversations. And so that's just an example of having a harmonious channel, but also let's say it's out of alignment. Because we both have that full access, then the not self theme of like both those centers can show up if we're not in alignment and it can be very intense because we have full access to that energy. So there's definitely going to be, you know, a very, a very interesting way to, to look at this from many different ways. It's not just like, oh, companionship channel or friendship channel, you're going to be in harmony because again, energy is Fluid. It cannot be constricted. And if it is, then it's going to to really create this pressure to move and flow because that's what it's designed to do. So when you consider, now that I've talked about relationships, when we look at this from a business lens, I have encouraged people, and I do this for myself, if you have an experience or if you have like a literal thing, like let's say you're writing a book, let's say you have a move date, let's say you have... You know, a date where someone has passed away, whatever it is, like if there's a date, a time, and a location, you can play with this and run a chart for that thing. It could be the day you start your business, it could be the day you launch a podcast, whatever it is. You can run a connection chart and literally use everything that I just said in this episode to look at what is your energetic experience going to be with that. That thing, you know, like, for example, I started writing a book this year and I ran a chart the day that I started writing that book and I was like, shit, like, this is the incarnation cross. This is, you know, the chemistry that we're going to have. This is going to bring me a voice because I have an open throat center and there's going to be throat definition here. Like, it's really cool to look at from a non-human perspective, how you can use a connection chart in your business and it can help you write copy for landing pages let's say you're doing a chart on a program it's like okay instead of selling like this is what we're doing then you can be like this is the energetic experience that is going to be created through this container and you can show and talk about the planets and even show like how you're energetically connected you're going to amplify certain things or the energy from that container is going to bring certain energy to you to share right and the interesting thing is when we start running it for things that are not human Another thing to consider and contemplate is that there's not going to be conditioning there. The energy is present, but it's neutral. There's not going to be a conditioning. Whereas when we look at human beings coming together, the reason why there's so many nuances is because we have human experiences. We have our ego, we have our mind, we have trauma, we have you know euphoric experiences that we've had in our life and that's also being expressed through these gates and channels and these connections are not that we have. So again, so many nuances that I kind of love because then it gets to create this really contemplative space where we can just be curious and not take things so literally. Because imagine like seeing, oh, I have no electromagnetic connection channels with my partner, we're doomed. And then you automatically just like, stamp like a sticker nail in the coffin this relationship is over rather than just being curious like well how can i learn from the dominance channels like where are we going to support each other in the compromise channels like what do the friendship or companionship channels look like and just being really curious from that lens so I hope that this episode was helpful for you. I really enjoyed recording it. And I think that this is obviously going to be a tool for relationships. It's going to be a tool for business. And I know I didn't dive too hard into the business aspects, but I think that you can still take everything I was talking about in relationships. Because if you think about it, anything that you create in your business is a relationship, right? This thing that you're creating, you're co-creating. Whether you're a being or not, you are creating, you are building something And I think that that's really powerful to know, like, what are the energetic flavors available for me to put into this recipe of what it is that I'm creating and sharing with the world, which I think is really cool. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Lots more coming at you. If you could take a moment to leave a review, make sure you subscribe to the channel. I have freebies listed in the show notes and you can check those out as well. And I hope that this was educational for you and that you can take this back to your relationships, to your business and be able to use this as a tool. And so I will chat with you in the next episode.